And the time to start, if you're not living your dream, is right now. Start setting goals and setting out where you set in the course of your life and setting it all up so that you get somewhere in the future. When all that comes together, something happens called fulfillment. If you are not experiencing awesomeness in every aspect of your life, it's just from internal block or barrier disconnect that you've chosen to take on. Life is as easy or as hard as we want to make it. And I got my hands and my eyeballs and my heart around any information I could around holistic healing. And that led me down a never-ending rabbit hole of which I'm still spelunking into the depths of. I needed something like ayahuasca to really wake me up because I was very rigid and very stuck in my ways and very structured and controlling. And my first ayahuasca ceremony cracked my ego in a billion pieces. And uh, that's when I believe when you when we really follow our deepest truth, when we really follow our soul, when we really follow our truth, calling the universe rises to support us moment to moment to moment. Welcome to the Holistic Health and Human Potential Podcast. I am your host, Ronnie Landis. I'm an international speaker, author of multiple books, an integrative nutritionist, a transformation and embodiment coach, and simply a man who has devoted most of my life to the study, application, and integration of human potential. And it is my biggest inspiration to bring you weekly episodes that will expand your mind challenge your paradigm, deepen your heart, and help you to embody the greatest version of yourself as I believe you are meant to do something incredible with your life and this podcast exists simply to support you on that journey. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Holistic Human Optimization Show. I am your host, as always, Ronnie Landis. And I am excited for today's episode. I have a special guest. Her name is Amy Venner Hamdi. And she is, well, she's many things. One of the things I would like to share about her is that she is the co-founder and director of one of the most incredible companies that I've come to know and actually partner with, Purium Health Foods, which is, if you've been following my work and following this podcast and following me on social media and if you know me personally, then you probably know that a while back, I partnered with an incredible company by the name of Purium, who I believe is delivering the most incredible superfood products in the market by far. And we'll dive a little bit more into that. But Amy is also, that's, that's a huge thing in of itself. But on top of that, Amy is doing incredible work that we are going to dive deep into. And she has an incredible story. And I've actually been waiting a while to get her on to this, this, uh, this show and talk more about her story. Ever since I got to know her a little while back at a Purium event that I went to, um, I, I just really, I don't even really have the words for it. I just felt so connected to, um, to you, Amy, and just your mission and your heart and really feeling the pulse of this company that you've helped create. And I really, once I got to meet you and hear your story and talk to you, I really got a sense of the soul, the heart and the soul of this company and this movement really, and the incredible community that you've been part of for such a long time. And your passion for health, your passion for empowering families and fathers and mothers in the future generation um, that are coming, that are here and that are to come and providing, you know, really, really providing a blueprint for a better, a better world, you know, a healthier world, a healthier environment, a healthier way to live. And, uh, 
So I'm super excited to have you here and to dive deep in with you. So welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me on and, um, you know, right back at you. I felt a very special connection. We had some one-on-one time to visit and just with your mission to help people and help people, you know, live uh, their best life. And um, so I'm really honored to be here, really honored to be working with you in that greater mission of healing the world um, and, you know, incorporating whole food nutrition as we do it. Mm, Beautiful. Well, I'd love to start by just like discussing your origin story and how you began your journey in the health food industry and what inspired you to become the leader that you are now. Wow. Well, you know, we got to dial back the clocks. Um, 25 or more years, you know, go back to the uh, 1990s. I was living in Texas, a very small town in Texas, a very, uh, my uncle grew cotton, agricultural area. My grandmother had land. My uncle farmed thousands of acres of cotton. Um, Being in Texas, there was not a lot of emphasis on health or nutrition. Uh, Food was about like celebrating, you know, there was lots of, um, meat and cheese and sugar was basically what like our diet was comprised of. And, you know, I was lucky enough to always be thin. Um, but you know, my insides were really struggling. And now looking back on it, um, I was exposed to glyphosate, uh, in this cotton farming, there's a seasonal thing called defoliation where the cotton is sprayed with, with the chemical glyphosate to kill all the leaves to make it very easy to go in and harvest the cotton. And by spending lots of time out there on the farm and in living in suburbia, I didn't live on the farm. I lived in suburbia. My parents had this chemical in their garage. Every time they went to make a flower bed or do landscaping, they would get out this chemical. They didn't know any better. So, you know, with a poor diet, being exposed to glyphosate, um, I started having major acne on my skin and I went to the dermatologist. The dermatologist couldn't figure it out. They put me on antibiotics, which probably exacerbated the issues that were already going on in my gut. And, you know, with my digestion and elimination, no one asked me really any questions about those things. And I just couldn't, it couldn't catch a break. My skin wasn't healing. And not only was I having this physical manifestation on my skin, but my outlook on life started to change. You know, I was different than the other girls in high school and my self-esteem started to fall. And, you know, really I just began shutting doors on opportunities that were presenting themselves to me. And so here I am. I don't go off to university. I stay home. I play small. And um, I take a job at a health food store. That's like literally the turning point in my life. I can look back on it and taking this job at the health food store, which leads me to a conference that I go to with my boss. And someone walks up to me. I'm standing there in this trade show aisle. And someone walks up to me and says, I happen to notice you have have a problem with your skin. 
So you can imagine I'm like 20 years old, 19 or 20 years old, and that is not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> and, um, but this person that said that to me, you know, I, I actually, we have a coin, we have a coined phrase for that now. We call it carefrontation. He uh, confronted me with care and compassion, and he gave me a solution, and he gave me hope. Because I'd sort of run out of hope that this was going to get better because I'd been on antibiotics for years and years and things weren't getting better. In fact, they were getting worse. And so the person that care fronted me, that person was Dave Sandoval. And Dave Sandoval, who's my partner and my my great friend, uh, my partner here at Purium, had just started his business of, he had one product, it's our organic Kamut blend, and he was, he had set out to heal the world with this wheatgrass juice, with this powdered organic wheatgrass juice. And so he care fronted me, he let me know about it, I drank the juice, I began to drink the juice, and amazing things started happening in my body, not just my skin, but my whole mental clarity and outlook. And I decided I was going to pick up from that small town in Texas and really grasp a hold of an opportunity to help a whole lot of people. So I moved to California, locked arms with Dave Sandoval and have been, um, you know, teaching about whole food nutrition ever since. And, and that was, I moved out here to California in 1995. So that was like 24 years ago. That's amazing. That's, that's really incredible. And I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more details behind all those scenes, but I mean, you know, one of the, one of the common threads is that oftentimes people get into the health world because they're struggling with something that they have to overcome. And then some kind of opportunity shows up, like in your case, Dave Sandoval care fronted you. I love that term. That's so cool. And, um, and that, that obviously opened up a whole new possibility and changed, changed your life, you know, changed the trajectory of trajectory of your life, which is just so amazing. Um, I'd love to just kind of get a sense too, like for you at this point, what drives your passion for educating people? You know, because I, I know that your passion goes beyond just like, you know, your personal, your personal struggle with like, with let's call it acne or, or, you know, whatever else was going on. But I know it goes much deeper than that. And I'd love to just get a sense and get a pulse of what drives you at this stage in the game. Is that, you know, 20 years later, 20, 25 years later into this, um, you know, that's a long time. And there's a lot of people that have been positively impacted by the work that that you've done. So I'm curious, what 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 really drives you right now? You know, it is the realization that when you don't know what you don't know, you can't make the best decisions for yourself or your family. And it's that kind of gap in knowledge. And it's not about wanting to do the best thing. It's about sometimes you're just completely unaware. And I think that's something that's like really like a commonality, you know, between you and I and and the people in this kind of like health crusade. And there's a lot of us on this mission, you know, to heal the world and change the world. But it's closing that gap of being uninformed, not knowing. And then therefore making decisions within the data that you know, um, but there's something outside of that data that could really help. And there's so many people 
suffering. And I mean, we don't have to go into all the details, but you know, um, there's so many like emotions, the mind, the body, the spirit, they're all connected. And when one is not being nourished in the right way, the others are going to get out of balance. And, you know, there's so many people suffering with depression. There's so many, um, women, young girls, young people, not, not just women that are, maybe emotionally unbalanced right now. Maybe that's a good way to put it. And they're not like, they're not reaching out and seizing the opportunities that are there for them. And I, that is what drives me every day to keep pushing this message out because I was that person and I didn't, I didn't know. And if, and I look back and say, what would my life be if I hadn't met Dave, if Dave Sandoval had not care fronted me, what if I had never been introduced to a different way of relating to food or knowledge of food? Well, I'm sure I would, I would probably be quite obese and I would probably be on my way to many other health conditions that are running rampant in this country right now. So I really am on a crusade to get the information out there to help people make informed decisions and really take away pain points from people, take away pain and bring mental clarity back where people feel that the world is full of possibilities instead of the world is full of just slamming doors on opportunity. Mm -hmm. Beautifully said. I really, I really appreciate that. And and so, you know, this is a good opportunity to kind of really discuss what Purium is because there's no better person than you in this moment to actually do that. And, so I kind of want to I want to ask it this way, you know, first of all, how did Perium begin from your from your, you know, you coming into it? And then alongside that question, can you please share with our audience what exactly is the mission of Perium? What does that mission mean to you and why is it such an important vehicle for bringing superfood nutrition to the world? Um So it started that um, we had this mission to change people's lives. We knew we had something very special in this green drink. And we saw what the power when people, um, you know, got the right nutrients, what God and Mother Nature intended into their bodies, that the body was really this miraculous thing that could make drastic changes. And, um, And again, knowing that people were unaware. And so Dave had spent a lot of time at, um, with mentors like Ann Wigmore at the Hippocrates Institute. And he saw that people would make these drastic changes when they had a drastic or a catastrophic like diagnosis. The doctor would call with some catastrophic news and then families and people were willing to make the commitment to change their diet. But what would often happen is you would take all this time and effort and energy to heal the body with juicing and whole foods and a change in the diet would get over the, the, the issue, the acute thing that was going on. And then three or six months later, they would be back to eating the, the way they were. And so as Dave interviewed people, polled people, asked people, it really became down to, it came down to time and convenience. And living a living foods lifestyle can be like taking on a full-time or a part-time job. 
You know, it, I'm sure I know you've done it, Ronnie. And it, 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 it can be time consuming when you work and when you have children and you have other goals and dreams, you know, to be putting all this time, effort and energy into your own food. And, you know, not to mention um, organic is not always available. So even if you do have the time to go to the farmer's market or grow it yourself, you know, organic is uh, not always available. And even if you're bringing it in, do you have the time to juice it on a regular basis and consume it on a consistent basis? So what Purium does in a nutshell is it takes all that time constriction away. I mean, who doesn't have the time to take a couple scoops of powder mix it up, you know, with some, with your pure water and have the equivalent of a living juice. And so because of the way that we carefully extract the powders and they're not heated, they're not highly processed, they still have the living quality. You're still getting the nutrition of fresh squeezed juice with the convenience really of fast food. And so that enabled Everybody, not just people that were highly conscious and dedicated to a living foods lifestyle, it really allows everybody access to this kind of food on a daily basis. And again, for me, it's about consistency. It's not about, I know juicing is great for me. And once a week I go down to the juice shop and pay eight or $9 for a glass of organic juice. I mean, that's awesome too, but I feel like that's the supplement. That's the treat. But if you can have these kind of foods, if you can give your body that nourishment on it, everyday consistent basis, that's when the body is going to respond with um, boundless energy and, you know, really this feeling of health and well-being. And that is what Purium does. It makes it easy, convenient, and accessible for everybody. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I'd love to have you maybe expand just a little bit more on the, on what makes Purium different in the sense that it's not really like a shake company, right? Some people might be like, oh, you're just, you're just making shakes, right? But I, I mean, I never looked at it that way. I obviously know the process and, and kind of the behind the scenes of what goes on with the sourcing and the farms that you work with and the testing facility that you guys have built into the headquarters, which is incredibly impressive. Um, I'd love to kind of like give people a little more behind the scenes detail in terms of like the, you know, the, the live food ethic that you bring to this, right? Because it's not like we're just taking oxidized powders that are taken from who knows, just private labeled from God knows where and just thrown into a package. One of the things that you find when you get into this industry is that, you know, when you're going to these shopping markets or like Whole Foods or whatever health food stores and you see the, the obnoxious amount of powders, you know, let's just take like a vegan powder or a paleo powder. It's like, it's almost all the same thing. And most of it's private labeled and it's like just repackaged, remarketed, different price points. And you don't know where that's coming from. You don't know where, where that's being sourced from. And it can be very confusing. And so I'd love to, I'd love to have you kind of like, just maybe give like a little bit of a timeline or something, just a little, a little bit of like from the, from the farmer's perspective, all the way to the testing facility. So people really understand like what this really is about. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then um, just one thing I wanted to add in, because I didn't get it on the on the last one I forgot, is that, you know, we came, we started in health food stores. And we quickly realized that we could not buy our way to meet our mission. And so what you just said about all these things, they're basically the same private label, remarketed, rebranding, rebranded, is the company that gets the most shelf space, we quickly realized is not the highest quality product. It's not the most effective product. It's not the product that tastes the best. It's the product that has the deepest pockets, that has the most market dollars behind it to like buy that shelf space. And so when we realized we weren't going to be that successful at that game, we didn't have that kind of money, that kind of deep pockets. Um, we started making private labels and then we got exposed to what happens when a supply chain manager, when they want to meet their bonus, when they want to, you know, do their job, their job is to cut costs. And what typically happens when you're trying to cut costs is you cut quality. It's an easy place to go to cut costs. So we were exposed to what happens in retail. We were got exposed to what happened in private label. And we said, we're not going to let this happen to our own brand. We're going to do something different. We're going to stand for something different. And, you know, um, it may take us a little longer to get out to the masses and masses, but when we do, it's going to be done with integrity. We're not going to have compromised on these things that you know mean so much to us and that are part of our roots. And our roots are, you know, it's quality and it's integrity. And so, you know, going for um, you know being in this industry, Dave started the company in 1993. I joined him in 1994. 95. And so, I mean, we've been doing this a long time. We've seen the industry go through so many changes. And one, we really led a charge for living food because in the, the 90s and before that, there really wasn't any regulation um, and everyone was scared. They were te- starting to test some of these foods and there was live plate count. There was bacteria, but we actually want bacteria. We want natural flora in our foods. We just do not want pathogenic bacteria in our foods. But industry and science didn't really understand that. So, you know, back in the 90s and early 2000s, we were actually fighting a battle because even things that were labeled organic, I mean, and I just want to cringe when I hear this, even things that were being labeled organic were being sent over to treatment facilities to be irradiated because people were so scared of this life, this flora in the product. And so Dave and I led this movement. We led this living foods movement to say, bacteria is good. It is a sign of life. We need it for our gut flora. Let's just make sure we don't have pathogenic bacteria. And that's where the specialized processing at our farms, our farming partners in Utah is so critical because they don't use a, a heat in their processing. It's low temperature vacuum dehydrated, a very... Um, low, low processing. And so it doesn't kill off all the bacteria. It doesn't kill off the nutrients and it doesn't kill off like the life force. I've had so many people, you know, they take a, they take a drink of a power shake and they're like, wow, I can 
feel the light in this. I can feel the energy in this. And it's because of that delicate, special processing. And it's because we stood up and we fought for, um, you know, we forged a way for living foods to be scientifically valid that that is what we need. So, you know, Dave and I were really on the forefront of the living foods movement, you know, you come so far now, you know, everybody knows that, but back in the day, you know, science and, you know, scientists were really moving to, they wanted zero play count. They wanted everything. And that's not where we need to be for health and nutrition. Um, but, you know, so our being in the industry for 25 years, it, we know the best suppliers of key ingredients. We've been using, working with the same family for over 25 years for our grasses, for the low temperature dehydration, you know, and, and then we have algaes, we have herbs, we have when one thing that is so awesome about Purium and awesome about Dave Sandoval is he is just a visionary formulator. Um, I know you're quite a visionary yourself, Ronnie, and, and so you and Dave, you know, get along so well. And, you know, Dave's a visionary formula formulator, and he doesn't just choose, you know, herbs or foods from one culture. He went out and he made formulas that incorporated cultures from all over the world and synergistically combined them together. So these relationships that we've had in the industry and this experience that we've had being our own manufacturer for over 25 years, we can find the best ingredients from all over the world. Now, we just don't take their, you know, word that they're the best ingredients. There's a whole laundry list of qualifications that must be um, gone through even to be a vendor. Um, with us. There's a whole questionnaire. Um, there's can be site visits. There's testing that takes place before we'll even consider a company as a vendor. And then after that, when their material comes in-house, we put it through a battery of tests. Um, so we put all materials into quarantine. Many people that are familiar with agriculture, even bringing animals, you know, to other countries or other states, sometimes they animal has to be put in quarantine. And it doesn't mean that the animal is sick or that something is wrong. It just means that there's a proactiveness in testing to make sure that nothing's wrong before that um, is released into the general public. And so we have a very rigorous uh, quarantine process that every material, every lot, every batch of material that comes into our facility is placed in quarantine. We open those boxes, those barrels, those drums up. We take samples of it and we run many, many tests on um, all the lots, all the batches that comes in. Because we know we take this living food very, very, very seriously because we all know we've heard of the spinach scare. We've heard of the peanut scare. And when I say scare, people have actually died. Hundreds and thousands of people have become sick and many people have actually died because these companies were not taking um, a quality-minded approach to their food supply. Well, that does not happen here at Perium. Everything goes through uh, screening for total plate count, for pathogens such as E. coli, salmonella. We actually test everything 
for yeast and mold as well, because, um, you know, those can be very problematic, um, especially for people that have, you know, any kind of autoimmune issue. So our ingredients are tested for purity. Um, they're tested for pathogens and their bio load. We call this a bio load, um, what kind of bacteria is present. And um, we check for identity. Another thing that happens in the industry, and in fact, it was happening to us on something, a new ingredient that we were working with, that we were beginning to work with. And that is called economic adulteration. And so, you know, you hear that in the movies sometimes, economically adultered when they're cutting, you know, um, you know, illegal drugs to make them cheaper. Well, that was happening and is currently happening in pharmaceutical pharmaceutical and nutraceutical and, and herbs and supplements. And so we have testing that every ingredient that comes in has to match a known standard before we will release it into our production facility. And so that is a quality assurance stamp that you can count on um, with us being the manufacturer. I believe there was a consumer reports or some, um, you know, uh, a watchdog group that, that did random testing and they found all types of contaminants in aloe vera products and ginseng products in workout products. And, you know, so it is out there and it is happening right now. And they were pulling things off of Costco shelves. They were pulling things off of pharmacy shelves, you know, Rite Aid, whatever. And um, so it is real. And that is something that, you know, I run the facility. I'm here every day. I um, ultimately am in charge of all the operations. And we have the quality controls and processes in check that we would catch any of that at the raw material level before we ever let it onto the production floor. That's an amazing explanation and such an important thing. One of, one, of the, one of the studies that came out and one of the articles that came out a number of years ago was by um, Health News. Um, and they were, they were doing random third-party testing on, um, on tons of popular protein powders. What they came to find was that there was different, different gradients of heavy metal toxins um, in a lot of these popular powders. And that, that really was alarming to me because I was under the possibility, the, the possible assumption that we've just kind of gone too far with our environmental toxicity, with the contamination, the, the, you know, the, the, um, toxic, the toxicity of our soil. And I wasn't sure if there was anything pure left. You know, I, I was just like, have we, have we gone off the edge already? Is it at that point now? And I'm so, so grateful that Perium came on my radar and uh, proved me wrong. And I love the fact that you guys have that in-depth in process and you go to every length to really ensure that not only is this the highest quality product, but it's the purest, it's chemical, toxin-free. And speaking of which, I don't want to take too much more time on this, but I do want to make a note of um, you, your guys' initiative against the GMO movement. The, and really sidelining with the anti-GMO movement, having people like Jeffrey Smith come on board. For people who don't know, Jeffrey Smith is the single biggest advocate um, publicly for the anti-GMO movement. He was behind Russia, or, um, genetic roulette, seeds of deception, massive, massive titanic figure in standing for our food freedom 
and opposing Monsanto in the genetic modification of our food supply. And he, he joined forces with Purium specifically because of one reason, which I'll let you share. And I want to definitely, I would be remiss if we didn't bring that up um, in this interview. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, you know, we've been promoting organics, which obviously does not allow the use of GMOs for years and years and years. And, you know, but, and at the same time, uh, we're being exposed to GMOs. Um, they're in our food supply. And it's not only the GMOs, it's how the GMOs are engineered. The, the GMO seeds are engineered to be able to, remember what I was talking about, this cotton, and every year my uncle would spray the chemical on it to kill the leaves? Well, so they would kill the plant. And that was fine for the cotton because the cotton was ready to be harvested. But um, as the as science uh, came about, these seeds, these GMO seeds come about where they can handle the chemical being sprayed on them without it actually killing the plant. And so that is one of um, a huge factor with GMOs is that they are going to be covered in um, this chemical glyphosate is going to be actually like embedded in the food. You can't cook it out. You can't wash it off. And so, you know, Jeffrey Smith has been a huge, huge advocate on educating us, educating the public of the dangers of GMO and the dangers of this chemical that's being sprayed by the hundreds of millions of gallons agriculturally in our country, like right here, like right here in America, hundreds of hundreds of millions of gallons are being sprayed on our food supply. And this chemical is wreaking havoc on our guts, wreaking havoc on our guts. And so Dave Sandoval knew, like Dave Sandoval sees problems and he comes up with solutions to problems. And so he came up with this product, this formula we call Biomedic. It is um, an amazing product that will help. And we actually, not just help, we had a small scale human clinical trial. And during that clinical trial, it was proven that it removed 74% of glyphosate residue out of the body in just six weeks. So that is humongous because we're being inundated with this stuff, even if we eat organically. So we say we're not being exposed to GMO because we're eating organic. Well, it's really hard to eat organic 100% of the time if you socialize or you know you go out to eat, even if you try really hard we still are being exposed to this chemical environmentally. It is in the air, um, out there, it's in municipalities. In fact, I'm sure that your listeners or your viewers, of course, were following the case, the monumental case up in Northern California where the groundskeeper was exposed and he just won the settlement um, because it was proven in a court of law that Roundup and glyphosate caused cancer. And so he was spraying it on the grounds of a school. So we're exposing our children to this. It's being used at golf courses. So you're just out for a leisurely round of golf. You are being exposed to glyphosate. You know, it's at our parks and our poor animals. The rate of cancers, skin problems, 
allergies that our dogs have compared to 20, 25, 30 years ago, it's rampant. And, you know, our dogs walk on these grasses, they lick their paws, they eat the grasses, and they're having high levels of this chemical found in their bodies. So as humans in North America, we have it. Pets in North America definitely have it. And so Biomedic, this capsule product here at Purium, is a great, amazing solution to help cleanse that, detoxify that glyphosate out of the body and at the same time help rebuild and restore the gut microbiome that is so important for health, well-being, immune function, hormone production, and mental clarity. So these things are all wrapped together. I mean, it's not just one thing, but when your gut is is being uh, wreaked havoc on. When your gut is not in good working order, I can almost guarantee that you are not going to be in your optimal state of well-being because this down here controls so many functions that it's been coined the second brain. This is the first brain, the controller of our bodily systems, but this is the second brain that plays such an integral role. And if this is not working properly, we're not going to be working properly as a whole. And this product, Biomedic, is a great start to cleanse, rebuild, and restore the gut microbiome. Be- beautifully said. Yeah, and I'm so glad we got to piece that that one particular piece into all of this. It's so absolutely important. And I've been sharing that with people over the last year and putting them on a specialized 40-day transformation program that Purium has um, brought forth. And it's one of the most effective things that I've ever been able to do for people. It's extremely convenient, as you said, but it puts all the pieces of the puzzle together. It helps people have immediate changes, but also long-term sustainability. And um, it's just something that I highly, highly recommend for people. So if you're watching this on Facebook Live, we'll have a link below in the comments that you can um, see more information. If you are listening to this on the podcast, there will be a link with more information in the show notes. So definitely check that out to dive deeper into this that particular side of the conversation. And so now that we have dove in deep into that, I want to take the rest of our time to really... Um, Talk about your personal initiatives, particularly, I want to talk about your new book, but before we do that, and I think it's all wrapped up um, anyways, I want to talk about the Million Moms Movement. And I know this is a super important initiative that you've started a little while back, and I just want to know, why did you start this initiative, and what is the mission behind this movement? Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well... I thank you so much for asking me about this one. This one's very near and dear. And it again, it goes back to that gap in knowledge. And when parents don't know what they don't know, they don't know how to protect their children. And I think... Um, you know, parents' job is to protect their children. We go through all this effort to find the right school, the right babysitter, the right car seat, you know, to bring your baby infant home in, um, you know, when they're born. And if there's not consciousness and awareness about the foods that we're putting on the plates, the foods that we are giving our children, 
you know, three, four, five times a day with breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, you know, even when you're breastfeeding, you know, things are coming right, nutrients and chemicals are coming right through the breast milk. If you are not having a consciousness about the food that's going into your body, as well as things being exposed to environmentally, you are putting your children at risk. And I firmly, firmly, firmly believe that if any parent is aware there, if it's in their consciousness, they will make shifts. They will do their very best of their ability to take away that risk of having their child in danger. But the worst thing is, is that the media has lied to us. We've been lied. We've been fooled. We've been led to believe that everything on the grocery store shelf is good for us. Advertising is truthful. And, um, and that unfortunately right now is just not always the case. And so I wanted to provide an educational platform to moms and families that may be feeling lost, that may not know how to make simple changes that don't cost a lot of money, but make simple changes to take away that risk out of their children's lives. And we're, you know, risk is maybe this big lofty word, but if we're giving our children, if we are feeding our children chemicals, if we are unconsciously aware that these things that we're feeding them, that we're giving them could cause disease in their body. And we are giving them to them on a daily consistent basis. We are feeding that disease. And I have a very good friend. I know you know her too, Stephanie Dawn. She's going to be out um, in Hawaii. And she tells the story of her son and she gave him Cheerios every day. She gave him an oat cereal every day. And she had no idea at the time that it was filled with glyphosate, that um, this particular brand she was giving is one of the highest in glyphosate. And he began to develop digestive issues. And so once she realized it, once she removed that out of his diet and also supplemented with biomedic, those digestive issues began to dissipate and go away. But imagine if we don't know, if we're not aware, if there's not this up-leveling of consciousness. So I think that's the capstone. The Million Mom movement is about an up-leveling in consciousness about the food that we're giving to our children, small changes that you can make to take away that risk and give your children and yourself that amazing foundation of health that we all deserve. Absolutely. What an incredible initiative. And I want to tie that into your most recent book that you produced in specifically geared towards empowering and uplifting women. So I'd love to I'd love to have you share about that, why you wrote the book. I'm sure it's very similar to, to what you just shared with us. But the book in particular, what is it about? What's the core message? And how does that tie into everything that you've already shared with us? You know, the book, and thank you so much for asking, you know, the book is called Women on the Rise. And um, 
it's kind of, it's a little bit about my personal journey. It's not, it's not a biography by any means, but it's really talking about that we need female role models. We need more people to reach out for opportunities and grab them and show other women that they can do the same thing, that it's a collective rising, that we can put old paradigms aside. We don't have to live in the past of what may have happened in the past, even what may personally have happened to us in the past. We can use those things as building blocks of things to become conscious of and aware of and to teach our daughters and and teach our sons. Mm -hmm. That is the thing that this women on the rise, it's certainly not about women going up and men going down. That's not what it's about at all. It's about gender equality and it's about rising together and exploring, um, you know, different roles that men and women can take on as women rise in their power and actually some of the unique opportunities that are created for men when women are rising in their power. So it's it's really about if you have a dream in your heart that nothing can hold you back and that really like there's been so many forces of suppression out there, but it's really up to you in your own heart to own your power. You know, you can break through it and just showing that there's so many, there are role models out there, but we need more. We need more women role models. We need more women going out there and living their passion and making it accessible and showing other women how they can do that as well. So that's really what drives me. You know, I have two young girls. I have a nine-year-old and a 10-year-old. And I want them to know that um, they can do and be anything that they want to be. And they can break any paradigm that says a girl can't do it. And that, you know, we all are equal and we all have this opportunity. We all have this greatness inside of us. We just have to consciously let it out. And there's been so many messages messages out there that maybe tell us we shouldn't and we should stay over in the box. And um, and so I do want to own and say that we have to take some personal responsibility. It's not somebody else's problem, um, completely someone else's problem that our greatness isn't shining and um, that you take that on as your own personal responsibility, that you want to let your greatness out and then anything is possible, anything can happen. So that's kind of the crux um, of Women on the Rise, that we all can rise together. We all can be amazing and lift each other up as we do it. Mm. I love that. It's such an important message, so pertinent and something all of us need to take more responsibility for, you know, why we came here, what we're here to do. And um, yeah, I'm curious, like, what would you say to anybody that maybe they're trying to tap into that greatness and they have health challenges, they have circumstances that are not favorable or they've been challenged by, or they're not even sure how to take responsibility um, because maybe they've been sheltered or entitled or they just didn't have the proper guidance. Um, what's what's something that you might say to that person just to help them kind of get on track? Well, I think it's a lot about mindset because if you're in a fixed mindset that maybe this stuff is 
happening to me, you know, or um, it's hard. So really being conscious about your mindset and are we placing blame or are we taking responsibility? Um, And so when you get when you're out of the fixed mindset, or at least you're conscious of when you're in an open mindset versus like a fixed or a closed mindset, because I believe for growth to happen, you have to be, spend the majority of your time in this open mindset or this growth mindset. So get yourself into a growth mindset, recognize when you're going, maybe backsliding into a fixed mindset. And then when you're in that growth mindset, just be open to learning. And really like open your mind to the possibilities, like listen, find mentors. And it doesn't, when I say find a mentor, it doesn't mean that you have to follow every single thing to the T, but listen and feel like what feels right to you. So absorb what like the mentor, the guru is saying, and then chat, you know, validate it, fact check it, see what feels right to you, explore, like, is that working? Is, is there a change, you know, assess what that change is, and then keep tweaking and refining until you find the formula that works for you. And, um, you know, but when I say, when you look for a mentor, look for someone that, um, you know, has a track record, look for someone that has clear eyes, look for someone that has great energy and, you know, say, what are you doing? And then start, that's a great place, you know, to start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great advice. Totally agree. And, um, this was incredible. This was, this was incredible conversation. I thank you so much for bringing all your perspectives and wisdom and all that you've done and still do for the world to bring health and prosperity and positivity to people's lives through Purium and also through your individual efforts. Um, and uh, where can people where can people find more about you and your book? Um, people will definitely find out more about Purium um, from the links I'll provide. Um, Ishoppurium.com is the website. And so, wh- where can they find uh, more about you? Um, so I have a website, amyvinnerhamdy.com. Um, and so you can go there, you know, like my Facebook page, um, my personal, my professional, they're both Amy Vinner Hamdy. Um, so Facebook is a great place to connect, um, the website and, um, the book is available at, um, on iShop Purium. So if you're placing your order for some biomedic or some power shake, uh, the book is on there as well. So I'd love for you to pick up a copy, um, of that. And Ronnie, I just want to say that you are a shining light. You are that mentor that I know why so many people follow because you walk the walk. You know, you you not just talk the talk, but you walk the walk and you can see it in your energy. You can see it. It just exudes. The light exudes out of your eyes. And, and you know, it's just such an honor to, to get to work with you. And I know why so many people follow. <laughs> mm, well, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Well, walk your walk. Don't just talk the talk, but walk the walk, walk the talk and talk the walk, all that, all those good little phrases. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, it's been such an honor and pleasure to have you here. I'm glad that we were able to carve out the time and uh, make this happen. And for the benefit of everyone that gets to uh, listen to this message. So again, Amy, thank you so much for joining me. And it was a pleasure. Wonderful. Thank you for having me. Oh,
I hope you enjoyed this fascinating episode of the Holistic Health and Human Potential show. Before you head off, I want to invite you to go to my website for further podcast episodes and tons of free content on holistic health, natural nutrition, and human potential. Please go to www.ronnylandis.net to find out how to take your health and your life to the next level. And also, I want to encourage you to leave a five-star review for this podcast on our iTunes page, which will help me in my mission to get these inspiring messages to millions of people throughout the world. I thank you so much for your support, and I look forward to continuing to provide amazing conversations and content on holistic health and human potential.